Awesome. Totally tubular. Cowabunga. What what other what other phrases came along with tubular? Radical. Far out. Far out. I thought that would have been much earlier, but oh, I don't know. I'm not a I'm not a sayings scientist. What kind of scientist are you? I don't know. That's 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 to be determined. What kind of scientist should I be? One of those ones that like makes monsters out of like splicing genes of like humans and weird animals. So a mad scientist is what you're Is it mad to want to see a world full of half human monsters? Probably. Mm, I don't think so. Yeah, I think that it is though. Yeah. <laughs> but I think mad scientist is too broad of a term for that. You know what I mean? Like there's mad scientists that do other things like control the weather. Okay. Um, that's fair. You know other bad things uh, you know I don't know okay yeah so clearly you're like some sort of uh, taxonomy scientist you're a, you're a classifying scientist that's what you do yeah that's that's my kind of science <laughs> just really like a less specialized biologist so right alright cool but but we're not here to figure out what kind of scientist I am we're here to figure out what kind of scientist you are yeah is that what we're here for is that <laughs> could be seems weird how was your day is this some of our classic banter it just feels like a conversation. Yeah, you know, I had a long day, and you know, it's been a while since we podcasted, so I can't figure out the difference between a conversation and a podcast. But yeah. we'll, you know, we'll get there. We'll get there. Uh, not tonight. Yeah. Um, <laughs> did you work all day like yeah. I did? Yeah. Cool. Like a chump. Yeah. In that rat race. <laughs> Go get that cheese, Jeff. At this point, I think I'd actually prefer to be involved in an actual rat race than work the rest of my life. Uh, I don't know. Are you kidding me? I'm so much bigger than rats, I could definitely outrun them. <laughs> oh, you would be participating in the rat race. You wouldn't be, like, organizing or feeding the rats. That's or... not where the money is, man. That's not where the money is. Gotta get those endorsements. I'm a rat, and I probably love pizza. <laughs> well, didn't you see uh, Avocado Rat the other day? No, I, no, I'm sorry. I wasn't keeping up on my kinds of rat news. The second something pops on the internet, I set up a Google alert. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime food plus rat shows up, I want to read it. Yeah. I need to be part of it. Okay. So why don't you enlighten me as to uh, what the fuck avocado rat is? Do you remember pizza rat? <laughs> oh, uh, I, of course. Pizza rat is near and dear to my heart. It's just like that, only this time the rat was carrying like a half of an avocado. Okay. It's not really much of uh, anything new. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of a one-note thing. I mean, yeah. well, I don't think I don't think rats really, you know, they kind of get the short end of the stick. So I, I'm willing to forgive them a little bit on their one-note performances in the news. I mean, if there weren't pizza around, would you eat an avocado? I thought you were gonna say, would you eat a rat? <laughs> I don't know, man. Sean, after you won a race against rats, would you fight them to eat a piece of pizza? Yeah, I'm so much bigger than them. You just step on them. <laughs> I don't know. I... I don't like I don't like the feeling of squishing like live things underneath my feet, but that's fine. I mean, well, I'd be wearing like shoes or something. You know, like I'm not crushing them with my bare feet. <laughs> you, can, you can still feel it, you know. I guess I've hit something with my car before. You can feel it. Oh yeah, I don't know. My concern is that after I crush all these rats underneath my covered feet, then I don't I don't think I'm going to be in the mood for pizza. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's too much rat blood on this pizza. Yeah, I was like, oh man, you couldn't have left it in the box. You had to take it out and put it on the table right <laughs> next to where I was stepping on rats. Come on, man. You knew I wanted some of that pizza after these rats died. <laughs> what, what did rats eat in the wild before uh, humanity came along? You know what I mean? What, what's a rat's natural uh, ecosystem? I don't know. You know, like cows have grass, deers have grass. <laughs> um. I think that's rats too. I think it's just 
<laughs> rats used to eat grass. Sure. Yeah. I don't know. Eggs, maybe? Chicken eggs? <laughs> They're on your diet that you, that you did from a few episodes ago. What do you mean? Sucking, sucking the eggs right out of the cloacas. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that diet. <laughs> it's changed my life. Has it? <laughs> sure. Uh, how many times have you gotten salmonella poisoning? Uh, about 15, yeah. so I've lost a lot of weight. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you're um, welcome. You can just put that check in the mail right now. I feel like I need to I need to say, like, hey, welcome to Heads Up with Jeff and Sean. I'm Jeff. I'm Sean. I forgot we were doing that. <laughs> I would have been content to just talk about crushing rats and eating pizza for two hours. <laughs> what kind of animal would you be comfortable crushing beneath your feet and then eating pizza right after? I crush bugs all the time when I'm outside, whether I mean to or not. I just, you know, they're so small. You're saying there's bugs you've crushed and you didn't even realize. And then I had pizza. I, pro- I probably crushed them walking into a pizza place. Wow. I probably crushed bugs, like, shifting my, my legs when I was sitting inside of a pizza place. What kind of pizza places are you going to? <laughs> you know the ones. <laughs> you know the pizza places I'm going to. But there's so many. No, I actually don't eat inside of pizza places, because why would I ever do that? Is it because you have something resembling self-respect? It's just like, yeah, like, I'll get the pizza and then I'll go home and eat it yeah. <laughs> quietly in the dark. Like a rat. I'll go get the pizza I'll drag it back somewhere, you know? Yeah. Even rats won't eat in a pizza place. <laughs> they take it home. They're dragging it down subway <laughs> stairs and stuff. Yeah. To be fair, pizza places, for the most part, don't have uh, really inviting places to sit and eat pizza. It's, it's They definitely don't want you there. Yeah. You got, like, a, this weird curved... Like, they took a piece of wood and then just bent it. And that's that's your seat. That's your bench seat. <laughs> yeah. What kind of lighting did you want? Is it very bright fluorescent lights? You got it. <laughs> Do you want the angry guy that took your order to stare at you when there's nothing to do? You got it. But hey, you've always got some sort of hyper-conservative news station playing on the TV, so you can always watch that. <laughs> yeah. Papa John's used to be mildly inviting, and then we realized he doesn't want, you know, like half of the population there. Wasn't he saying stuff about, he was blaming football players <laughs> kneeling during the national anthem for like, his, biz- his business taking a dip? Yeah, for, for lack of pizza sales. What <laughs> <laughs> a fucking idiot. <laughs> oh, what a fucking idiot! Listen, I you know I'm not, I'm not in the pizza game, so I don't know if that has an effect on sales, but I would guess no. Yeah, um, people aren't as hungry if they kneel. Yeah, I'm not I'm not like a pizza I'm not in the pizza game either, but I feel totally confident saying that Papa John's an idiot, and I hope Papa John's goes out of business and he loses all of his money and he's poor. You know what? We just we just gotta keep kneeling at other sporting events, <laughs> at work, at Papa John's you know? restaurants. <laughs> yeah. It would be more comfortable than sitting in the garbage chairs they probably have. <laughs> I hope what might one day I hope to see Papa John fighting a rat for a slice of pizza. I mean, I'll be okay with it as long as we play the national anthem before it. The rat kneels. Papa John is furious. <laughs> I didn't know there were so many like rat sports and, and things that we could be doing. You know, racing, wrestling. It's crazy. What other sports are there, Jeff? <laughs> I don't know. I just we just we just came up with two right off the top of our heads. I mean, rat NASCAR. <laughs> That, that's what was coming to my head as well, but I didn't know if it was different enough from racing. Uh, rat shot put? Excellent. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's part of the Rat Olympics. <laughs> you think they can carry pizzas? You think they can carry batons? They can do re- relay races and stuff? Oh, yeah. Well, when you you said batons, I thought you were being like, oh, yeah, there's probably rat marching bands. <laughs> there's that one rat who can't play a fucking note to save his life, so they're just like, oh, just stand up front with the baton and twirl it like an idiot. <laughs> You're, no, yeah, no, you're included in the band. You're really important. 
You're just as important as all these people who learned how to play an instrument and did it, you know, learn the songs and play together and make the music that everybody came to see. But, you know. Now, Sean, some people dedicate their lives to baton twirling and have that as a legitimate skill. I mean, are you are you going to be are you shitting on those people? Well, uh, you know, I'll concede your first point. People certainly do spend their lives mastering the baton, but I don't think you can count that as a skill. Do you think you could do most of the stuff they do without training? Mm, probably not. No. You know what I could do without any training whatsoever is, like, not look like a dipshit in a marching band. Like, by just not including myself because I can't play an instrument, I could just not do that. What kind of life life skills do you think twirling a baton teaches you? Hmm. Perseverance in the face of reason. (laughs) That's probably one. Um, I think that's the only one. That's it. Maybe manual dexterity, you know? Yeah. Can be a challenge. Yeah. Sure. <clears throat> we should respect them. Like, no, I get it. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> you never know. You never know who's listening. Could be a baton twirling. Oh yeah, yeah. Pizza Name, rat. Hey, hey Jeff, how about this? Yeah. Name a single famous baton swir- twirler. <laughs> hmm. You got any Anton... household? You got any household names that pop to the front of your head? Yeah, Anton. Uh, Anton Johnson. Anton Johnson. Yeah, Anton the baton. Yep. Is that what they call him? <laughs> that was his nickname in college. Yeah, I'm sure. Anton the baton. Yeah. I'm sorry, what college did he go to? Oh, um, Northwest, Dern? <laughs> State? <laughs> yeah, Northwest Urn, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a crematory college. They teach you how to <laughs> cremate things and put them in urns and other <laughs> embalming. Uh, yeah. Things like that. Yeah. That's the thing, like, I can name a famous Undertaker. Like The Undertaker? The Undertaker. From, from WWE? <laughs> yes, exactly. Thank you. <laughs> But there's not even a wrestler who's like, oh, I use a baton. <laughs> like, I think I think if you if you really think close, I mean, a hacksaw Jim Duggan did use a two by four. I don't know who that is. <laughs> I don't know who that is at all. And a two by four is not a baton. <laughs> he used it kind of like one. I don't know. I don't know what your point here is. He's he's he's. Uh, you know what? I, I lost I lost it too. Good. But okay, look. If Andre the Giant picked up a car and used it as a baton, I would not call mm-hmm. him a baton user. Okay. I wouldn't say that his claim to fame is using a baton. It would be his titanic strength. People know Steve Martin for playing the banjo now. And, yeah, they, yeah now, but if he just played the banjo and had never been a successful comedian, you wouldn't have any fucking idea who he was. Listen, some people are into banjo music, okay? All right, don't get defensive. Right. I'm not saying the banjo's a bad instrument, and I like Steve Martin. It's just, you can't equate this to a baton. Sean, will you say right now that you hate banjo music? No, I will not. I haven't heard all banjo music. Maybe some of it's good. I don't know. All right. Do you okay. hate banjo music? No. What are you pressing this point for, then? You fucking millennials and your insistence on, on categorizing everybody as either loving the banjo or hating the banjo. I just I just wanted to nail you down on a position. That's yeah, all. good luck. So, what do we do? What do we do in this podcast? On this podcast, we're going to do a few things, right? 2017, we decided it's going to be all about wizards, so we can get a better understanding of exactly what makes a wizard. We're also going to explore different candy. But first, we used to do something called Kyle's Click, and now I'm not sure exactly what happens. Sean? So this is not Kyle's Click, because Kyle's Click was just, it had to go. It was terrible. Can we use the same theme song for I don't, this segment? Hey, I flat out don't care what you put there. <laughs> <laughs> I gun in my mouth. I couldn't come up with a single single iota of care. We could talk, Jeff, we're going to talk about animals. Remember we talked about zebras? Yeah, yeah, okay, okay. So then we talk about animals. Gonna, that's gonna, that's yeah. going to be the, 
the third thing. Gonna, yeah. But first, we're going to talk about animals. Yeah, we're going to learn about an animal. The internet gave us a whole world of exciting new possibilities. So I guess this is a story of how it changed our lives. Maybe it will yours too. Okay, I'm ready. What animal do you want to talk about? You want to talk about sheep? Let's talk about sheep. What, what do you know about sheep, Jeff? I don't really know much. I know, I know they've got cloven feet, I think, and uh, you can shear them to make things out of their wool. Is it wool when it's on the sheep, or is it wool when you cut it from the sheep? Sure. Is it just hair when it's on a sheep? Um, yeah, I think it's, well, I think it's wool. It's just wool. Just wool. Yeah. Is sheep singular and plural, or is it? No, the singular is sheep. Yeah, yeah, it's just both. <laughs> it's a sheep and many sheep. Okay, Maybe I sheeps. didn't know if we were, you know. Sheeps doesn't sound right. Sheep. <laughs> can we start calling singular of sheep, shoop? If you want, we can, we can call one sheep a shoop. You know what, before we do, I better edit the Wikipedia page. <laughs> So that it's correct. Oh, sheep have good hearing. How good? I don't. It doesn't. It doesn't back up the statement at all. It just says that they do. They have horizontal slit-shaped pupils with okay. excellent peripheral racist. vision. That's not racist. That's just a. Oh, sheep can see behind themselves without turning their heads. Holy shit! Ew! How do they do that? With their fucking. I just told you. Their weird fucking eyes. But don't their ears get in the way? Oh boy. I think their ears would stick. Their ears stick out, right? Is that weird? Yeah, it is. <laughs> I I don't think they can. I don't think that's correct. Uh, I don't think they can see behind themselves. Their visual field is like two hundred and seventy degrees to three hundred and twenty degrees. That's banana pants. Yeah, you're telling me. Are there any wild sheep? Or are they all domesticated like cows? Or are there wild cows? We're not talking about cows. No, we're not talking about cows. But I also don't know the answer to any of those questions. You ever see the that that PETA ad where they're like, "Here's the rest of your sweater," and it's like a dead sheep, a dead shaved sheep? Yeah. That's not true, right? No, that's not how you they, shear a sheep. You just, it's, it's like giving them a haircut, right? <laughs> it's exactly, yeah, you shave them. It doesn't really bother the sheep at all. I mean, but PETA said. Uh, PETA's a garbage organization that should be outlawed. Anybody who donates money to PETA is a piece of shit. It's not even a good, like, acronym. Is that what it is when you shorten, the, shorten those things? Sure. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Weren't you an English major? <laughs> I like to play my cards close to my chest. Yeah, it's people for the ethical treatment of animals. You know, they could have come up with a better shortening of it, or like a better name for their thing. Yeah, and there are, in fact, organizations that you should donate to, if you're going to give money to an organization that helps animals, that have better, like the ASPCA. Yeah, because they're not batshit crazy. Yeah. But they've got such better marketing than the ASPCA. They don't. They just, they just, they, so the the reason PETA gets, like, stuff everywhere is because they just say nonsensical bullshit things and everyone has exactly. that outrage reaction where they go, oh, look exactly. at these fucking idiots, and then PETA doesn't have to spend as much money on advertising. Yeah, and they've been, they've been on that tip way before everyone else on the internet was. Yeah, so. They're ahead of the game of ruining society. It's great. I, there's, I think there's other people who have been way ahead of the game way longer, like, <laughs> like rich people, like all rich people everywhere. Sheep also have an excellent sense of smell. This can't be true. How, how, did, how did we conquer them so easily if they can see behind them and they have a great sense of smell? They have scent glands just in front of the eyes and interdigitally on the feet. Ew. The purpose of these glands is uncertain, but those on the face may be used in breeding behaviors. Maybe? Maybe? How long have we had sheep for? Right, dog. These people don't know? Okay. Do you want to find out whether sheep really use the gland, the smell glands near their eyes for fucking? No, but I'm not a fucking nerd. Let me squirt my eye juice at you, lady sheep. Yeah, you like that. Yeah, you dirty little sheep. You like my eye gland scent? Oh, yes. It's a glance. It's like producing shit. Yeah. Ugh. Ugh. But if they have an excellent sense of smell, why do they need so many extra glands to smell each other? To 
to get hard. It's the only way they can get hard. <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm not a fucking sheep nerd. Sheep, they, they look disgusting. Yeah, they, they really know? do. Well, imagine like being outdoors all the time in a giant wool coat that you're getting rained on. You're rolling around in dirt and filth and you're disgusting. And It's not even that. It's their face. Ugh. That's why dogs get to sleep inside. They have those cute faces. There's like an evolutionary theory on that. Really? That dogs and cats evolved uh, like cute faces because things that look cute or it's easier for them to like parasitically attach themselves to humans and human society. Maybe it's the eyes that are set not to see 270 degrees because something about like these sheep with their wide set eyes makes me feel like a serial killer would wear it as a mask, a sheep face, you know? But then that means like a goat mask, a horse mask, like anything that... A cow mask. Well, okay, yeah, a serial killer would wear all of those. Okay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> all right. I don't know. It's just like, ugh. ugh. I always think of them as cute, you know? You think of, like, lamb, sheep. Uh, they're not They're not cute. They're disgusting. Lambs can be cute. That's because it's a baby. Yeah, exactly. The only reason goats aren't as disgusting is because they've got, they've got a better energy and attitude. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. We'll talk about goats some other time. I don't know about that. <laughs> sheep aren't even trying. It's fucking, ugh. Exclusively herbivorous. I mean, have they ever been in, like, a saw situation where they'd have to eat meat? You know what I mean? How would... They're getting off light. Who would put a sheep in a saw situation? <laughs> Someone that would wear their face as a mask. Who, who would do that? Why? I think his name is Jigsaw. I think they made a whole bunch of movies about him. I haven't seen one. Me neither, but you get the idea, okay? It's in pop culture enough. You should get it. Complex digestive system composed of four chambers, allowing them to break down cellulose from stems, leaves, and seed hulls into simpler carbohydrates. That's pretty cool. Damn. Not really yeah, anything that, like, a cow doesn't do, but, you know. Right. You think they, they could breed cows to have wool, and then we just do without sheep. You know what I mean? Don't they, don't, there are cows that have hair. Yeah, but, like, luxurious wool coats like these sheep. Oh, yeah, yeah, wool, the height of luxury. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nothing scratches like wool. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know, maybe they can. I'm not a science nerd, I told you that. There's common plants that are toxic to sheep. Uh-oh. Like oaks. Tomato, rhubarb, potato, rhododendron, cherry. Do they use their excellent smell to tell that the plant is poisonous and so that a lot of them don't die? Or they just eat whatever we put in front of their faces? <laughs> there's wild sheep. sheep. There are wild sheep? Yeah, there's wild sheep. But is there, like, wild sheep, like, you know, they got out, they got loose one day and no one came to get them, and now they just those would be, walk around town? Those would be feral. You'd be feral. Well, that's what, when, an, when a domesticated animal gets out, like, cats go, you, they go feral. They don't... They don't, mm. they're, not born, they're born true, wild, true. but they go feral. I think I'm getting that right. I don't know. It might not be. I believe, like, like I said this before, I'll say it again. We've never got one correction to any of our, <laughs> any of our emails no. or anything. So our track record is a hundred percent on uh, being correct. Talk about an ego boost. <laughs> oh man, this is just this is kind of sad. I mean, they're flock animals, right? There's a dominance hierarchy. Their natural inclination is to follow a leader to new pastures, but they don't defend territories. They just run. They'll just leave. They'll just... <laughs> They're the Jeff of animals. <laughs> oh, man, there's a wolf here. I, don't know, I guess I don't, I don't go here anymore. I guess I'll be over here. Sheep can become stressed when separated from their flock members. During flocking, sheep have a strong tendency to follow, and a leader may simply be the first individual to move. <laughs> I was going to say, like, is there a queen bee of sheep? Is there, like, a, a, a just a... Yeah, but it... They follow the... <laughs> change is based on who the first to move is. <laughs> I guess I'm in charge today. <laughs> Relationships in flocks tend to be closest among related sheep. In mixed breed flocks, 
Subgroups of the same breed tend to form. They're racist. (laughs) (laughs) That's crazy. That's, wow. (laughs) They're dumb enough just to follow the first person that moves, but they're like, I don't know, that guy's got some different color wool, or he's a little bit taller. Man, I'm out. You know Jerry, his wool's not quite (laughs) as white as ours, so, hmm. Do you think that song, Ba Ba Black Sheep, is now even worse? Yeah, it's probably written by a sheep that learned to speak English. (laughs) A fact I don't even bother to research. A University of Illinois monograph on sheep reported them to be just below pigs and on par with cattle in IQ. Sheep can recognize individual human and ovine faces and remember them for years. How do you know that? Damn. Yeah, exactly. How do you know that? (laughs) It was just a friendly sheep, you know? Yeah. Sheep can also differentiate emotional states through facial characteristics. This is... I should have been a scientist so I could just spend years writing bullshit like that. Yeah. Oh, sheep? Yeah, he totally knew it when I was fucking angry. (laughs) <laughs> he ran away whenever I came towards him when I was angry. Yeah, dog. Yeah. yeah that's his one def- He just runs away. He's going to do that if you were happy. He saw you started moving, so he started moving. If worked with patiently, sheep may learn their names. Uh, come on. <laughs> come on. That's bullshit. First of all, they don't have names. For like two years, if you just, every time you say its name, you give it food. Whenever you call its name, it'll come over to yeah. you. Yeah, yeah, no, it learned its name, yeah. And it probably thinks of itself, oh, my name is, my name is Peter. I'm Peter the Sheep. That's what everyone tells me. <laughs> Terrible animals. I'm kind of, now I'm mad I learned about sheep. It's a huge, they're just, they're disgusting. And I don't like looking at the pictures of them online. Yeah, they're gross. The pictures of ze- the zebras looked way better. Taste is the most important sense in sheep. Establishing forage preferences. That okay. Yeah. Taste is is important to sheep. Yeah. Well, they've already got amazing sense of smell and eyesight, and now apparently taste is great for them too. Why do they eat grass then? I don't know. Why do they eat grass? Maybe it tastes good to them. No, they wouldn't have a great sense of taste then. Sheep become stressed when isolated. This this stress is reduced if they are provided with a mirror, indicating that the sight of other sheep reduces stress. So they can learn their names, but they can't recognize themselves in a mirror. Yeah, they can. They know my face and all my expressions, but they see themselves in the mirror. They're like, "Wow, yeah, this, thank God this guy's here." The sheep is really empathic. I feel really, you know, he just yeah. really. The sheep really gets me. Peter, the sheep yeah. really gets me. You know. Yeah. I'm just gonna sit here until that guy moves. <laughs> Take a nap. Oh, there's a whole section on reproduction I want to read. You do or do not? I do not. There's more than 200 breeds in existence of sheep. Yeah. Jesus. In some developed countries, including the United States, sheep lack the economic importance for drug companies to perform expensive clinical trials required to approve more than a relatively limited number of drugs for ovine use. Yeah, dog. They're not important enough. Yeah, I don't don't want scientists wasting time checking out sheep diseases. John, this is a disturbing fact. Sheep generally reach sexual maturity at six to eight months old. What did I tell you? (laughs) I don't want to read it. I mean, that doesn't mean I want to hear about it. Oh, my God. You know what? I hate humans and sheep. In the 20th and 21st centuries, a minority of sheep owners have turned to alternative treatments, such as homeopathy, herbalism, and even traditional Chinese medicine to treat sheep veterinary problems. (laughs) Hey, sheep, hang on near this candle. The smell's just going to totally cleanse your fucking aura. <laughs> oh, my sheep do yoga. Really centers them. Yeah, they're on a kombucha cleanse right now, so. <laughs> Fucking people. Sheep testicles are considered a delicacy in many parts of the world. Have you ever had sheep testicles? Uh, not knowingly. Will you, I don't think I have. Will you commit right now to trying sheep testicles with me? Uh, if you get some, yeah, I don't see what, you know, it's just like any other meat. Uh, I can right. get my hands on some sheep testicles, bro. <laughs> I bet you will. Do you even know who you're talking to? <laughs> Make sure they're fresh, okay? gonna be so fresh <laughs> jeff you're my jeff you're my friend i'm gonna get you the freshest sheep testicles 
I mean, how big are sheep testicles? Do we know? <laughs> oh, man, I do not. Do I have to eat a whole one? Because or... uh, each... I'm kind of a picky eater. We're each going to have at least one. I call the left one. All right. Do you want me to pick a sheep that's got a bigger left one? or? Well, I feel like we should get to know the sheep first before, oh, I... before we eat his testicles. Oh, I'm going to get to know the sheep. <laughs> Learn its name. Yeah. <laughs> make sure it make sure it knows our faces. Let's eat let's eat a testicles in front of it so we can see some our emotions. <laughs> you think uh, Thanks, what Peter. Kind of meat is, <laughs> what kind of meat do you think a testicle is made out of? That's a is great like, question. Is it like a chicken breast or is it more like a Jeff, do you want to commit right now <laughs> to eating sheep testicles with me so we can find out? I will. Right. I mean, I don't want to. I don't want to do any research or go buy the sheep testicle, but you know. Oh, dude, I'll do that. You cook it up, fry it up. I'll eat it. Okay, I'm frying it up. I will, let's find a restaurant that does it. Sean, I'm in my 30s. I don't. I, I don't. I don't laugh if someone someone's like, you just put a testicle in your mouth. Yeah. Just be like, yeah. But guess what? It was yeah. pretty good. <laughs> You're gonna watch me do it again in a couple seconds. I might put testicles in my mouth once a month. These are so good. Yeah, I might do it for fun. Just spit them back out when I'm done with them. No, I was just, I was just, I was gonna say it's kind of curious that you know you can eat testicles of a lot of different animals, but you don't often hear about the uh, the penis as, as a as a delicacy. Doinker watch. Yeah, you do. You do. You've never seen bull penis. I've never seen one. No. No. Well, that's like a thing. Look it up right now. Look up, type, open up Google. You always, you always want me to ruin my search history. <laughs> I do. Okay, so you want me to go where? RedTube.com. Go to Google. Do not go to RedTube.com and look. You're get a very different result. <laughs> yep. Okay. So now I've got pictures of bull penises and a bull mounting a cow. Well, put, Thank you. Put food or delicacy or in my mouth or something. Put yeah, type you bull penis in my mouth. You didn't say that. Well, I don't. I didn't think I had you. You like a tech guy. You should know how to search. You know, I'm. I am famously bad at searching in Google. Okay, you know that. This article says I tried bull penis, so you don't have to. What, what website? Is, if it's on Vice, get out of there. Nope. Okay. <laughs> Was it? It was. Holy shit. Oh my god. That website is so fucking predictable. They're like BuzzFeed, but they want to take themselves seriously. It's like art. Yeah. Fucking Vice is art house BuzzFeed. And fuck both those websites, by the way. BuzzFeed is, has, uh, has gotten into some real news. Really? Yeah. But this is uh, but this BuzzFeed article is called 10 Penises People Actually mm-hmm. Eat. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure whoever wrote that's going to be working for the New York Times pretty soon. Breaking the big stories. Matt Stapara. Yeah. So. I thought, oh boy, I had a chill. You're going to say like Matt Lauer or something. Like, oh shit. <laughs> I was going to say Matt Stoney. Wow, he's Matt Stoney. Really he was, <laughs> that dude is all over the food world. <laughs> Jeff, how many bull penises do you think Matt Stoney could eat in five minutes? See, I don't know. Like, I don't know how big they are. I mean, I would assume they're. Bulls are pretty big, right? How are you? Didn't I just tell you to look up bull penis? Do I have to Google this? I'm trying. Oh, damn it. It's hard to see the perspective, you know? Matt Stoney, though, I, I, he probably eat like. I don't know, is it tough meat? I don't know, he'd probably swallow town. I want to say he might be able to get like 15 or 20. Are you kidding me? Wow, look at these. In a minute? No, dog, the size of these things. He'd be sucking those down. Guesstimate for me, like, what, like my forearm? Yeah. Or are we talking like yeah. my forearm? Yeah, like elbow to fingertip, really? dude. Elbow to fingertip, huh? Kind of thick. They're a big animal. Oh, shit. I didn't know it was like that. Yeah. Jesus. I don't think Mastroni could have more than six. Yeah, I mean, if they're that big, yeah. And then I don't know if they're if they're tough. Well, it probably depends on how you cook it. We're not talking about bulls and bull penises, though. Uh, how many sheep penises? I'm sorry. How many sheep penises do you think Matt Stoney could eat? Thanks, Huffington Post. Your dog is probably eating a lot of bull penises, and you don't even know it. Well, apparently they're a delicacy, oh so it's fine. <laughs> yeah, that rover, he's a scamp. 
<laughs> so we sneaking out to eat them penises. I eat McDonald's regularly. I'm probably eating a lot of bull penis already. I don't even know it. Yeah. Another big claim to fame, other than just like the wool that they produce and the fact they've been domesticated probably for thousands of years. In 1995, do you remember this? Do I remember 1995? Yeah, yeah. vaguely. Do you remember? Okay, how many big stories about sheep do you think came out in 95? You fucking asshole. Are we, talk, are we talking Dolly? Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. First mammal to be cloned from an adult somatic cell. That was actually 96, though. In 1995, two ewes mm-hmm. named Megan and Morag were the first mammals cloned from differentiated cells. And look how far we've come. We haven't cloned anything really since. Well, remember when people were afraid of cloning? Yeah. Like, <laughs> I fucking hate people, man. Fucking... Science scares me because I don't understand it. What if my clone thinks it's me and then there's a mix-up and we don't know who's the actual clone? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then the government does something. Mm-hmm. So actually, there's an episode of Star Trek, the original series, about this. Uh, it's really easy. Yeah, you shoot the one with evil tendencies or the one with the goatee. No. Nope. No? No. See, the... Go- oh, God. Oh, that's twins. The I'm goatee twins. is the evil universe. Okay? They're oh. from a different timeline. It's just sometimes, Jeff, <laughs> Not- it just feels like you don't even, you don't even get me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. What happened in that episode of Star Trek with the clone? Uh, that's not what we're talking about. If you want to do a Star Trek episode, then we'll have to start an entirely new podcast because I might not be a science nerd, but I'm definitely a Star Trek nerd. And also, Star Wars blows and is terrible, and Star Trek is far superior in every single way. Now, we're talking about sheep. In behavioral sciences, sheep have been used in isolated cases for the study of facial recognition, as their mental process what? of recognition is qualitatively similar to humans. Fucking bullet. No, that's bullshit. It's incorrect. Yeah. What? In some countries, sheep are used for fighting as part of a celebratory festival. How do you fight sheep, or do you fight with the sheep? Do you, like, pick know. one up and hit somebody with it, or? I don't know. It doesn't say. Squeeze its squeeze its eye sm- scent gland at somebody? Just. Oh, imagine if it got in your mouth. <laughs> Can you imagine that? Imagine that right now. You'd probably season their testicles with it. There's w- approximately 8% of male sheep seek sex exclusively with other male sheep. Boom. I'm the one that tried to read about the reproduction. This is, um, I'm sorry, gay sheep don't reproduce. Incidentally, that's one of the big pros. Incidentally, the gay-themed Academy Award-winning film Brokeback Mountain featured more than 700 sheep. So in the movie, that's what? That's probably 50 gay sheep we saw on screen. Did you ever see Brokeback Mountain? No. Neither. It got a lot of praise, but, you know, and won, didn't it win Academy Awards? I just told you it was an Academy Award-winning film. <laughs> I just told you. Sometimes those movies, they don't hold up well. Yeah. Like, do you think Forrest Gump is really any good? I, I'll have to watch it again. Are there, are there wizards in that? <laughs> He's basically a wizard. It's really going to show what 90s sensibility was, how great it was. People loved it. So, I mean, you just you just admitted to not seeing Brokeback Mountain because you're a homophobe. But I think for me, it was... <laughs> I think for me, it's just I don't really like really long, drawn-out personal dramas. Yeah, yeah. Like, I have a hard time caring about people's feelings, so... I don't have a hard time. There's going to be a whole movie about people's feelings. I'm going to be a little, yeah. you know. I don't have a hard time caring about it. I, just, I want there to be action going on because I'm easily bored. Uh, I heard there was some action. Not like that. No, I get it. I'm not going to laugh because it wasn't <laughs> It was pretty funny. I'll laugh a little. But I don't know. It's just like I don't. Because to me, like, I have, a, I have a real problem looking at other people's lives from the outside. I'll just be like, why don't you just make the correct decision here so I can stop being frustrated that you're stupid. That's why I don't like Star Wars. And all, yes, it is. And all, really all drama plays on the fact of people not kind of making the correct decision. And, and that just keeps drawing out and people don't just move on. So actually all media is really frustrating for me, actually. 
Really, any anything else anybody does is extremely frustrating. Boy, pretty much. I'll tell you, after the day I've had, buddy. Oh, man. Pretty much. Sheep's milk is ideal for making cheese. All right, we, we need to talk about this movie because it's already been way too long. <laughs> Let's burn through it. So we watched we watched Willow. Now, Jeff, right mm-hmm. off the bat, I want to ask you, which attempted sexual assault scene was your favorite? Because there was definitely more than one. I would say my favorite is when uh, Val Kilmer does address as a woman. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. the transphobic scene. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well... Yeah, well, well he's, he's basically still dressed as a woman. He just he just tries to kiss that lady while she's sleeping and then trying to go crazy on well, that's, that's the second. Those are separate. Because he's in love Those with her. are separate incidents. Yeah, but he, I think he still dressed as a woman, kind of. No, that's just, that's that's, my no, that's just how he dressed in the in the film. Uh, no, I'm not kidding. <laughs> I think um, he didn't have time to change clothes. Yes, he uh, he wicked had time to change clothes. Are you kidding me? Because that's right before the snow scene when he's fighting in the snow and he's just wearing like black pants and a black shirt that's totally unbuttoned. I guess you're right. I guess you're right. Yeah, but I watched this movie like two and a half hours ago. <laughs> yeah, I am right. I know you don't pay attention that much. I'm sorry. You think I don't pay attention when Val Kilmer's fighting dudes with this with a sword in the snow <laughs> and his his button up shirt is totally open, so you just totally see his torso. Uh, yeah, my attention was pretty locked down. Thanks. Also, right after he tried to sexually assault a woman while she was sleeping. <laughs> Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. It was charming for guys in the early '90s to be very sexually aggressive towards women. Was it? It always made it seem like, yeah, women like that. Yeah. Yeah, women like it when they say no. If you just keep pushing yourself at them, they want to say yes. They just, they just can't. Yeah. You know. So if you push them, it'll be fine. Yeah. I liked that that the evil woman's that evil woman warrior. Her whole story was that she was only evil because she didn't know how good Val Kilmer's dick was. <laughs> That was essentially her, yeah. Thankfully, he forced himself on it. Yeah, thankfully. Oh, now she's not evil. Fucking disgusting. Why did you make me watch this? No wonder he was locked up when they first met Yeah, exactly. I was going to say, what do you think he's in that fucking cage for? (laughs) Almost definitely repeated attempts of sexual assault. It was disgusting. So the movie's about uh, uh, Warwick Davis finds a baby in a river, and he wants to just fucking kick it down the river like a lunatic. Yeah, it does. And his wife prevents it. He's like, I don't know. I already get made fun of a lot by yeah. by everyone else in the village. I can't bring a baby back. No, he's got to go on a quest. It kills me that their their solution to finding a baby in a river is I don't know. Go give it back to somebody. Go give it back to the first human you see. <laughs> Listen, the, the midwife didn't do any favors because she just like she puts it in a patch of moss and pushes it down the river like yeah. it's probably going to be fine. It'll be fine. It's not going to tip over well, and drown. Well, she'd have a lot of choices because literally seconds after she kicked it down in the river, she was eaten by dogs. <laughs> <laughs> Which by the way, if this was a children's film, um George Lucas has some answering to do because there's some real graphic violence in here. I think wasn't it uh, Ron Howard on this one? Uh well, yeah, the YouTube link you showed me, let's both go to fucking IMDb right now. I'm, I'm pretty sure it's Ron Howard that directed this. I'm pretty sure the guy posted it up on YouTube illegally. Um, doesn't know what he's talking about. Yeah, dog, but the writer, George Lucas. Yeah. Story story by George Lucas. All right. Well, he's not good at telling any stories, no, is he's he? not. Of, no, of course he's not. He got lucky with, like, one story in the 70s before people were thinking of things. Well, no, the thing, he did not alone make Star Wars. Have you ever seen, like, the concept art for Star Wars? No, because like, I'm not a fucking nerd. I have, again. and it's fucking classic retro sci-fi. Like, it looks amazing, and, like, all of the design shit was based off of that. Like, the movie looks and feels the way it does because of other people working on it. George Lucas just gets all the credit. 
Like a true leader. Like a, like a real leader. Yes, thank you. Like the, like is, the head of the flock. Yeah, he started running. This is messed up. I would say Warwick Davis is the star of this movie, and yet... Third down. He's third build on IMDb. He's under Sorsha, the evil yeah. warrior lady. This is one of my things, because in this movie they don't say wizard, they say sorcerer. But they seem to be doing... At least some of them are doing wizard-like things. Yeah, I told you, it's going to differ. Is a sorcerer a wizard? No, of course not. Really? Of course not. Why not? We've been over this. I, We're both magic I users. Don't underst- I don't understand. And it's going to depend on the, the film, the world that you're in. So, but this just as easily could have been about wizards. Yeah. It's just that they said sorcerer, and apparently that's a different type of magic user. Yeah. It's garbage. It's, you know why I don't understand? Stand it? Because it's bullshit. There's no, there's no like, central... There's no hard and fast rules. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> welcome, welcome to the world of yeah. fantasy. Yeah. You just patch you just patch up everything by saying it was magic. Yeah, I agree. It's bullshit. I agree. You know what? You know what I found out in 2017? I fucking hate wizards. Stupid. Okay. Well, let's not let's not say things like that. One, they might be listening and they'll use magic on you. And two, wizards are actually awesome. So I don't know. Not not from what we've seen, Sean. Okay. Dude, yeah, but that's because you picked all these shitty movies. <laughs> You're welcome to pick <laughs> amazing movies about wizards, I already, but I don't think they exist. I already did. Lord of the Rings. I fucking nailed it. A really good job. Willow assumes that being a magician is the same as being a sorcerer, so I don't think he should have been able to be a sorcerer at the end. But I just I just want you to know when they're at that Hobbit festival mm-hmm. and the current reigning sorcerer or whatever is like pick what finger you think c- controls whatever. Yeah, I definitely would have been an apprentice because as soon as you said that, I was like me, my finger, I'm in control, I'm the best. <laughs> I definitely wouldn't have been an apprentice because what I would have done was just take one of those fingers and pulled it and see if he farted. And then be like, he'd be like, that's the joke, you're in. But he wouldn't have done that. You know what else I hate about a lot of fantasy movies? Excluding, uh, I, I guess, I guess a lot of fantasy stories excluding Lord of the Rings because Lord of the Rings did this correctly. It always seems like the goal is to leave where you live to go experience the true horror of the world and then when you and then come back but when you come back the guy that used to push you around you do fucking something terrible to him now that he can't defend himself like the goal <laughs> is to go into the world and become so powerful that you can yeah. immediately turn around come home and beat up your bullies and humiliate them well you know you're, you're afraid of them because they're like the end of the world to you there but then when you, when you actually go experience the real horror you're like wow that guy's a fucking idiot yeah but then why do you give him any thought like, Willow, Willow here fucking tricked... This is another sick thing they did to this evil warrior. Her mother was the evil witch that rules this kingdom yeah. that was trying to kill this baby. They, they, She's present when they trick her mother into essentially banishing herself into the void. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, can never be reincarnated or resurrected, which is, I guess, a thing. Uh, like, oh my god. Dark. Real dark. But it doesn't matter, because, you know, she disagrees with her mother, so why wouldn't she want her dead? Yeah, that's how all women solve problems, right? She's basically as good as married to Val Kilmer, which is basically a transfer of property, so why does she care about her old owner? You know what I mean? Now, I sent you this YouTube link because I could not find it digitally anywhere. Yeah. And didn't want you to have to find a DVD of it. So your YouTube link didn't actually show me the end entirely. I had to go look that up myself, so I guess thanks. Oh, I meant to look up the end. What happens after you... Is on that horse with that book. Yeah, they give him the horse and the book, and then the witch says some nice things, and everybody cheers as they send him home alone, by the way, as though the world is not still dangerous. (laughs) He'll be fine. He'll be fine. Yeah, he's fine. So he rides into the village, and everybody cheers and gathers around him as though he did something heroic for them, when really all he did was get rid of a baby. (laughs) Yeah. And how do they have any idea what the hell's going on, you know? Yeah. 
I mean, um, they don't at all. So <laughs> he's like, he's back and he doesn't have a baby. Congratulations. Yeah, he did it. He got rid of that fucking baby that we didn't want. Um, <laughs> and uh, the the wizard comes up to him when he's sitting on the horse and the wizard like pats his leg or something. It's like, yeah, yeah, you're back. He's cheering too. And Willow takes out an apple and he like shows it to the wizard and he throws it up in the air and he uses his magic to change it into a bird. And then as the bird's flying away, everybody's astonished, right? As the bird's flying away, it shits in his old bully's mouth. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. It, it shits like on his face and some gets in his mouth. And then he sees his wife and kids and he runs and he hugs them and the music swells and then roll credits. The end. It's just baffling. Like, how small time is that? Yeah. Like, he just learned to be a wizard and now he's going to use it to put shit in his enemy's mouth? Someone needs to write a biography about George Lucas. What happened in his life? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know. Why does he have such a problem with bullies? Uh, well, you see the reception, his, uh, <laughs> what, what are the Phantom Menace movies? Rightfully so. They're bad movies, but... Yeah, I'm not saying he shouldn't be bullied, yeah. but I mean... Like... Oh, yeah, I forgot your pro-bullying stance. Yeah. <laughs> I switched from pro-bullying years ago, yeah. okay? Yeah, uh, You had to be convinced, though. I remember Holly and I doing yeah, a lot of work. Yeah, you convinced me. Yeah, we had to do a lot of yeah. work on that. And I appreciate that, okay? We're talking early 2000s, Chef, okay? I was a bully, okay? I did not want to know that I was in the wrong. Yeah, you were a bully. I still bully people to this day. It's hard okay. not to. Well, some, maybe some people deserve it. I don't know. Yeah, I, it, to me, it feels like it. But, you know, this isn't about me. This is, this is about Willow's journey and uh, George Lucas's journey. Okay? Yeah, so let's talk about these sexual assaults because they really kind of... The movie was bad in its own right, but this really soured me on it. Yeah. Because there's one where Val Kilmer has apparently been having sex with a married woman after um, the baby he promised to take care of gets snatched by a bird. And he just goes, nah, whatever. I'm sure he was upset about it. <laughs> I don't... He didn't seem upset. He seemed upset that he was looking at this this hobbit again. He, that Willow had mm-hmm. found him somehow. But now, what what are they called? Because all I, all I heard was the racial slur yeah, for Peck. Willow's people. I, you know, yeah. I don't know. That, I, that's all I heard too. It sounds bad. So this this storyline on IMDb calls him a dwarf, but that's just like that's just a bad word in our world for what he is in reality. So right, like he's a little person, and mm-hmm. you should call them little little people, not dwarves. Yeah, well, or... I don't want to sound ignorant, mm-hmm. but all right, here. Oh, this is gonna be good. But little people and dwarves are different, right? Are they? I, think I actually so. don't know, okay. and I'm kind of ashamed well, that I don't know the difference. Well, I think dwarfism, they have a, uh, you have like a, a regular sized torso. Okay. Which is like your legs, and maybe your arms are shorter. And then uh, if you're like a little person, I think it's all little in proportion. It's, it's, midget is the word that you shouldn't use. Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah, no. I've learned that, but I don't know if dwarf is appropriate or not. I have no idea. Well, now that we've established our total ignorance on an entire section of the population... Is that different than any other day? Not really. It's just, we're doing it publicly now, and <laughs> I feel bad for not knowing, and I will look it up later, but what will happen is it'll never come up again on the podcast, <laughs> or by the time it does, I'll have forgotten. Yeah. So it's... Yeah. I'm constantly... We're just learning what topics to avoid. <laughs> we're not going to avoid them, though, because we're too dumb to do that. So the first sexual assault happens when mm. Mad Mardigan, um, which is to say Val Kilmer is um, having sex or trying to have sex with a married woman and Mm. her husband is going to be home soon so she dresses Val Kilmer up in ladies clothes with um, Mm -hmm. big breasts simulated big breasts for some reason noise (laughs) and then the husband does come home and uh, she goes oh there's no men the wife goes oh there's no men here just me and my uh, cousin and it's Val Mm -hmm. of course it's Val Kilmer it's not really her cousin (laughs) But the husband doesn't know that, so he immediately prevents the cousin from leaving and starts grabbing at yeah. Val Kilmer's breasts. Yep, yeah, he definitely. And says, do you want to make a baby? And 
Dude, it's fucking creepy, and they tried to play it for laughs. Yeah. It, this was... I know, yeah. And then that doesn't even deter him from later sexually assaulting women. Yeah, yeah. Val- yeah, he learned nothing from it. I should say Mad Mardigan, but... <laughs> He's like, it's weird when you do it to somebody that has feelings that isn't interested, but it's fine if I do it to women, right? Yeah, so later they've been captured by the evil forces, and then later freed by their, uh, their brownie companions companions these tiny little like four inch tall weirdos so they've been captured by these evil people and then freed and then the brownies accidentally get some of their magic fairy dust on mad martigan why are they carrying around love potion that th- makes kevin pollock fall in love with a cat and he's the size of a mouse and then later makes val kilmer really interested in, in sexually assaulting a woman instead of uh saving a baby yeah let's let's clear up some things um if you take a powder and then have emotions about somebody whereas you didn't mm-hmm. before that's not love that's not this is this is a roofie this is roofie powder he gets it it horns him up it's a spanish fly powder pretty much yeah yeah he, cre- he creeps into their tent the girl the woman's tent when she's sleeping mm-hmm. And he starts, he does in fact start talking like a poet and he tries to make out with her. And then when she wakes up and pulls a knife on him, he's still reciting poetry and trying to force himself on her. Super uncomfortable. Almost worse than that. They then later play that that is kind of the motivation for this evil warrior woman to turn good. She's like a guy's paying attention to me. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm sorry I'm real down on your favorite movie. It's just, I just couldn't stand the... two instances of attempted sexual assault you said in a text you told me it was your favorite movie in a text and no one no one no one can verify or deny that and it's totally you can't prove that you didn't do that so everyone believes me and not you (laughs) top 10 first the first are the first eight harry potter movies oh god god listen i'm not even the one that originally suggested this one okay who did your friend brett he's related to you you're, do you mean your blood relative, Brett? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mm. I, he used to be really into this movie. Do you just want to shit talk Brett for the rest of the episode? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, what do you think Brett liked it most about the sexual assaults in this movie? Uh, did they happen? <laughs> <laughs> he liked he liked that Val Kilmer was a was a brunette with shoulder length hair. <laughs> <laughs> do you think Val like Willow era Val Kilmer is is Brett's ideal figure for himself? He wants to look like that, running around the snow in, in black trousers with an open shirt. Yeah. <sighs> Refusing to take care of a baby. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like him. What? I, I held it. Someone just took it. I don't, know. I don't know. A bird snatched it. No, I didn't bother looking. Uh, what else about Willow? Well, I like that um, they send a small group out to get rid of this baby, mm-hmm. right? They run into Val Kilmer. And the, Clearly a prisoner. The bully, <laughs> the, the bully of the story is like, let's just give it to this guy who's in a cage. And Willow's like, I'm not doing that. I'm waiting for other people. And so <laughs> they leave him there. And then other people show up that doesn't work. And then he does decide just to give it to Val Kilmer. And then he still thinks he's going to be go home and be greeted as a hero because he's better than his bully for doing the exact same thing as bully said only two days later not only does he do the exact same thing as bully said he he also try he just like he doesn't know these people on horses he's just like here take this baby they're like we're going to war yeah you can't just give a baby to us if we're gonna be in a war do you want to talk about um the overt sexism in the film now is that is that the point we're at we've done the sexual assaults do you want to talk about the overt sexism where the knight, sure. the uh, sure. what was the guy's name? Er, was his name Eric? Yeah, the the guy that wouldn't let uh, Valkyrie out of the cage, but then like yeah, he was like helps them later. Yeah, the good warrior or whatever, blonde, blonde guy with the beard. Yeah, he he tells Willow to, that they're going to war, so he should find a woman to take care of the baby. <laughs> so that's like a cool thing. 
That's awesome. Oh, yeah. uh, what about when um, the fairy witch or something that's in the woods that's with the brownies yeah. tells them to go find Roselle, and uh, she's been transformed into an animal. So Willow's trying to get her turned back into a person, and Val Kilmer's not really into it. And then she says she's a beautiful woman, and he's like, let's go. Yeah. Willow, you got to do this. Yep. <laughs> I want to see them. I want to see them titties. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Mad Morgan's been in prison for all of two or three days, so it's been a long time for him. It's just unbelievable. He's like, there's no one in these cages to sexually assault. Can we get... <laughs> I can't be trapped in here with myself. I'm dangerous. <laughs> Who knows what I'll do to me. So, and also, aside, I know I keep jumping around. I just I don't want to talk too much about the sexism, because it's bumming me out, just like the film did. But how is this... Was this advertises a kids movie or i think so this is pg well because they didn't use any curse words and they didn't show nipples okay but towards the end of the film two old women are fighting and one old woman chokes another woman out yeah <laughs> she yep. chokes her straight up into what i thought was death it luckily turned out to be unconsciousness but i thought she just choked her out to death yeah this movie no one dies it's just uh you're you're knocked or strangled unconscious or you get banished somewhere that that good well that good aligned witch I thought she yeah. was dead when she, like, fell down, right? She got knocked down, and she was like, oh, no. And then a yeah. giant stone obelisk fell on her. Like, I was just like, oh, there's there's no way she'd survive. She's definitely dead. Unbelievable. There's the point where Willow, coming into his own as a magician, mm-hmm. turns a troll inside out. Yeah. Literally just turns him inside out. <laughs> until he's a small pile of goop on the ground, which Willow then angrily kicks into the water. Yeah, I never pictured trolls like this movie pictures trolls, but, I mean, I guess. Yeah, that's another thing you're going to find. There's no consistency in fantasy movies as to what monsters look like either. Never mind just wizards, but trolls are all over the place. Good luck trying to pin down what an ogre looks like. <laughs> Unbelievable. It's weird that they went from your standard size human, and the baby gets like sent down the river to Warwick Davis sized people, but then stolen by even tinier people, like mouse sized people. Like I, I was expecting, like it just go go further and further till it's like the atomic level. Until the kid, this baby's stolen until, the, by, until the kid gets like a bacterial infection and dies. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like Willow and Mad Morgan find the body. And they're like, oh shit, ooh boy. <laughs> I mean, how is Willow expected to support his family when what he does is he he farms seeds they found in the woods and he performs street magic? Get a real job. Well, here's you've got a wife and two kids. Did you notice that there's no resolution to the plot of uh, his fat bully <laughs> wanting to take his land? Like nothing happens. Well, he can't now because a bird shit in his mouth. <laughs> yeah, that, the conclusion of that is that Willow turns an apple into a bird, and then the bird shits yeah. in that guy's mouth. <laughs> He's just like, okay, the end. Yeah. I mean, in, unless being a sorcerer is a great job for those people, and he gets like land and a house because he's a sorcerer, yeah. and then he doesn't care about that land, but. I guess, though, I guess the argument would be, like, if I owned a farm and I left and then some fat piece of shit was like, oh, I own this land now and you, the, your wife and your kids are going to farm it for me and I'm going to make all the profits. And I came back and I was a wizard? That guy's mm, dead. True. <laughs> that guy's dead and his will is magically altered so that I get all of his stuff. And anybody who disagrees gets bird shit in their mouth. It's also weird, like, that, that fairy witch in the woods with the brownies brings the baby back to Willow, but it keeps telling him that it's Willow's choice if he wants to do it. But he's like, I've already said no. Yeah. I've already given it away. Yeah. Well, you notice in this George Lucas story that the word uh, no usually means that you just need to keep pushing on the person and uh, they'll give in. So that's like a cool yeah. thing. Champion of women, uh, George Lucas. It's seriously gross. It's gross. I, I don't know. It just, it got to me in this film. I don't know why it was so gross. Did you like how they invented sledding, though? I feel like Mad Mardigan had already been sledding because he like planned it out. 
<laughs> Willow, get on that shield. We're gonna fucking scoot away from these guys. Movie's two hours long, but they managed to fit in two. No, they meant three Wilhelm screams. At least, yeah, I kept <laughs> noticing them too. And if you were an evil sorcerer, would you be tricked by Willow just holding a bunch of a bunch of sheets like a baby and then flapping them out, saying that she's been disappeared? Or would you be like, nah, there's definitely a baby under that table? Also, probably wouldn't like recklessly slap around my ritual circle and spill a bunch <laughs> of blood everywhere to get myself sucked into the void. Yeah, especially if it's that easy, I'd take it to another room. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, if I need to choke out another old grandmother, I could do it somewhere else. <laughs> well, she's so powerful, she turned an entire uh, army of dudes into pigs, but when she's one-on-one, she's like, nah, I'm just going to choke people. I'm not going to try to turn them back into different animals. I'm going to choke you out. Well, the, the good witch, Glinda, or whatever her name was, was like, <laughs> oh, now that you've been turned back into people by me, you're, you're, you're protected by my magic. How about doing that protection magic, like, you know, a, two, a day or two do ago? Do it first, please. Hey, can you think of any other things she might try to do to us? Any other, any other body horror that might be, we might be yeah. subjected to that you could prevent? That would be great. I don't want to be that guy, but there is there anything you can do to protect our dicks? Like, definitely do other things first, but, like, I want that on the table, that I want my dick to be okay. That's, that's definitely a line that that Eric guy would get. <laughs> How'd you like the scene where he was just like, Mad Mardigan, you should help me. And Mad Mardigan's like, I'm going to actually gonna like help Willow and this lady. I'm going like, to take this lady hostage. And the guy's going to be like, you're a thief. Uh, you're never, yeah, he's going to betray you, Willow. You're not good for anything. It's like, whoa, dude, you just asked him for help. You, you were just asking him for help. You can help somebody out? Don't trust that guy. He's an asshole. <laughs> Well, that's what you do. Again, Jeff, that's what you do. If someone, you know, yeah. says no to you, you just start trying to manipulate the people around them, you know, <laughs> try to ruin their reputation when they deny you. So that's, wow, this movie is fucking terrifying. I hate, yeah. I hate your favorite movie. I'm sorry. It's not <laughs> I'm saying it. I'm sorry. I had to it's say not. I, I forget. I constantly forget this movie exists. I've seen it probably three times in my entire life. It's definitely not my favorite movie. I'm not going to be able Why to... Why am I offended by you joking and saying it's my favorite movie? What, what am I getting so defensive about? <laughs> I don't know. It makes, it makes it seem like it is your favorite <laughs> It gives credence to my claim that you texted me that it was your favorite movie. <laughs> the lies you tell are just so believable. I know. It's like... I know. Thank you. I am an accomplished liar. How is Willow's confidence that the sorcerer in his town is actually a real sorcerer when he consults the bones and he winks at Willow and goes, Don't tell me the anything. Don't, the bones don't say anything. <laughs> but uh, here's some acorns that turn people into stone. Don't even worry about it. <laughs> I imagine he must have seen him do other real magic. He, I he guess. Does turn that thing into a bird, right? I guess, but Willow, Willow is also a magician trickster. So <laughs> he might be like, yeah, maybe it's just a magic trick. That's a good point, actually. I, I would have maybe some little uh, a little more skepticism from Willow, who is a, <laughs> yeah. like, yeah, like a magician, like pulling rabbits out of hats type magician. <laughs> it was all white people, right? This fantasy world of George Lucas's? Huh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, you know what? There was one guy, he may have been of Spanish descent. What one? The best warrior in uh, Oh, right, Willow's yeah. Village. Oh, yeah, yeah. He might have been of Spanish descent, but... I think there might have been a, that's one it. of the little people was black. Yeah, but they got maybe two minutes of screen time, and then it was a white fest. Yeah, well, George Lucas wrote the story, so... <laughs> I don't know, I picture this village being of all white people. I don't know why. It feels like a safe village, you know? Is that a good George Lucas impersonation? That was pretty good. That was... You remember all the times when we used to talk about how I used to make you do impressions? Why did you never yeah. try to guide me towards George Lucas? That was really good. <laughs> Racist George Lucas is now a character on this podcast. 
<laughs> you won't hear him every episode, but him. he'll be kicking around. How about ra- racist rapist George Lucas? Or at least rape fantasist. Just because he fantasizes about it, Sean, doesn't mean he actually did okay. it, okay? All right. Just means that he wants All to right. and that he should okay. be put on a list. All right. Take your, take your alt-right Stormwatch bullshit elsewhere. Thank you. <laughs> You know, the problem is the PC culture, Sean. You know, we didn't have this many this many uh, women assault stories before PC culture. Okay, PC culture is the problem. It's because people tell me that when I say things, I sound like a big asshole. <laughs> I liked it when people didn't do that, and I don't want to self-examine me at all. <laughs> when people say I sound dumb, it's like whatever. They just don't know. They don't know how it really is. Go back to your liberal college, you you cuck. <laughs> oh man, yeah. <laughs> well, let me tell you, I uh. I work on a college, and uh, <laughs> we get we get a lot of those guys. It's almost always guys who cucks. Uh, no, people who say the word cucks unironically. <laughs> uh, you know what I? Okay, so here's two things I liked about the film. Um, a single dog attacks their giant festival, and it is immediately chaos, and everybody runs everywhere, and people are screaming and dying until like five yeah. dudes in the same uniform show up to surround it with spears and stab it. Okay. Hilarious. <laughs> yeah. After that happens, he ran to get his daughter and then hide when he sent a guy with his son home. The guy didn't take his son home. Um, his son <laughs> runs up to him right after. So he's there with his son and daughter. And someone <laughs> someone goes, oh, they were after a baby because the wolf ripped apart a crib. And Willow goes, oh, no, my wife. Oh, no. And he turns and runs to home, <laughs> totally abandoning both of his children <laughs> in this torn apart festival. Like, yeah. his kids are like, what, three and five, maybe? <laughs> insane i just like that he's just like i have to make sure my family's safe and immediately bans half of it like he's just done like bye see ya how come dogs had the best costume in this movie i know i wish i had a dog and that dog could wear that costume it looked awesome um my other favorite part was the dude with the skull mask and he was my favorite part for about 10 seconds when they first introduced him yeah i thought that was just his face i thought they were gonna have a character who was just a skull face skeletor's dad yeah it's a prequel he man yeah like, this is a pre-He-Man film. Yeah. Like, Willow lives in Eternia or whatever. So, and I was so disappointed when that guy took that mask off and he just he just was a dude with a gross beard. Yeah, not even a well-kept beard. You know? If I want to see a dude with a gross beard, I'll look in a mirror. If I want to see a dude with a skull face, I, I should be watching a fantasy film. What's stopping him from having a skull face? You know what I mean? He works for a powerful source. Yeah, I, was, I was just going to say that. He works to, like, give that dude a, a skull for a face. That would be awesome, lady. Yeah. He seems really into it, right? Right. So. Yeah. Dude, he was so he was so into it that when they were losing the battle at the end, he was still fighting Mad Mardigan. <laughs> it was like, his forces were clearly losing. Mad Mardigan was probably going to kill him, and this dude was, like, in for a penny and for a pound. I wish my face was a skull, but it's not. Make it happen. All right. How'd you like this movie? I hated it. I hated it. I hated it. Well, as you know, it's my favorite it is, movie. I, well, I know that, but I mean, like... No, it, was, it wasn't very good. It doesn't hold up. I mean, I don't know if it was good at the time either, but... That's the thing. I don't think I ever watched this as a kid, so I don't have, like, any nostalgia attached. Yeah. The story was not great. The acting was okay. Yeah, but it, it just, like, fell apart very quickly. Did you like at the end when the brave hero Willow crouched outside the door to a room while everyone else fought this witch? <laughs> Well, he allowed an old woman to face the switch alone. Did, was that a good part for you? After he already knew he had magic powers, because he returned that woman to her human form. Yeah. And then he crouched outside he, the door, peeking in. Well, he was busy trying to remember, all right, how do I make the pig disappear? Let's see, I need a table. So, well, how did that one go? Oh, this oh, was, you think there. he was, like, playing, like, ninth dimensional chess. He was set, he was yeah. setting everything up. Oh, yeah. First I, have to, I mean, first I have to let this evil witch choke out this bad witch, or this good witch, like... He, I know this wasn't it, but he did fight a barbecue grill in there, you know? I don't know what it actually was, but it looked like a grill. 
<laughs> yeah, and he slid it outside after tripping it. Mm, such a good, so, so good. So I give this my lowest rating, two stars. <laughs> you know, it's bad, but you know, it's it's eighties bad. So I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it my middlest rating of two stars. <laughs> I'm gonna give it my worst rating, two thumbs. <laughs> Let's come up with a rating. I like this is much better than talking about the film. I give it my highest rating, one full index finger. <laughs> Candy, no transitions. This episode we, we're doing gummy worms. Gummed it up. How'd you like them? You know what? I had a couple different brands. One of them I liked, one of them I hated, and one of them was okay. How'd you like them? I just had uh, CVS brand gummy worms, and they, as expected, were terrible. Come on. Yeah. Just the, the texture in your mouth. Mm-hmm. They're like grapes that won't pop. It's fucking gross. It's like, uh, do you like grapes? All skin. <laughs> like, thanks, guys. That's exactly what I liked about grapes. It's the chewy skin part. They won't pop when you bite it. No. Yeah. Great. Thanks. I really wanted more of that. I had uh, I had Target brand ones that were good, but like every combination, every combination had like a good color and clear, which is pineapple, which is disgusting. Okay. So they were good, but I had to like throw half of them away. Then I had Market Basket brand, and they had a similar problem, but they were also, they had like a coating on them that made them like kind of feel slimy in your mouth and gave it a chemically scent, which made them very disgusting. And then I had some sour ones because, you know. Some sour ones are okay. You don't like any gummy candy. At I all, really so don't. That I don't like the oops all skin. It's terrible. I can't stand it. The, the texture is disgusting. The flavor is always like chemicals that are supposed to approximate fruit flavors, but never do. And then they they like they slide down your gullet. They slide down your gullet like cold spaghetti. That's what they are. They're cold spaghetti with 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 chemical sauce that pop never. Oops all skin spaghetti. I don't know why you never like a good, like, chewy candy. Sometimes that's, like, the right thing to do is have a chewy candy. I don't, I don't need that business all up in my mouth. You know, aren't you supposed to enjoy candy? It should be a little fun. And yet I did not enjoy it at all. They put it in a shape of worms. Oh, yeah, everybody oh, loves ridiculous. eating worms. Yeah. That's the point. You prefer bears or sharks or dinosaurs? To eat? I don't know. In gummy form? No. Why did you choose gummy worms? What were you I thinking? I knew you loved gummy shit, and I said, let's just rip this band-aid off. Let's just do this now. But you know I hate worms. Do you hate worms? I mean, yeah, actual worms, uh, yeah, not a fan. Why? I don't know. They just, they eat dirt. They don't have eyes. <laughs> like, how do they eat dirt? They don't have mouths. Their mouths are small. I don't get it. Okay. People say you can cut them in half, they're still wiggling around. Whoa, what's going on there? You know, you get worms that are like parasites in your body, some sea worm, fucking have fangs and shit. I don't like it. I'm not into it. That's all fair. That's all I'll give. That's that's fair. I'll give that to you. I don't know. If I could avoid worms at all costs, it'd be great. I mean, it's less than gummy form. Gummy form, I'm into it. It's novel. Most of the time, they taste good. Both those brands just decided to mix every regular flavor with a pineapple. Why can't I get a lemon and a red or an orange and a red or an orange and a yellow, you know? But no, it's all pineapple. What is it? The cheapest flavor to make? Does it make it a comeback? It's terrible. Okay. I mean, it sounds like you didn't really enjoy them either. <laughs> the ones that didn't have pineapple were great. <laughs> all right. Except for the Market Basket ones. They were just terrible. Yeah, they are pretty terrible. Demolas, you're fucking up, all right? Yeah. I was worried about the Target brand. That's why I went and got Market Basket brand as well, but... If there's something you'd like to say to the Demoulis family right now, please take a minute to go ahead and... You make all this money on, on a regional grocery chain? You can't even get your gummy worms right? Yeah. Get it together. Light it up, man. Okay. Get it together. Okay. Tell them how it is. What does a gummy worm cost to make? Half a cent? Get it together. Yeah, I don't know. How much do they cost? <laughs> they can't cost much. Just throw some gelatin and some artificial flavor somewhere. Can't be that hard. Hmm. They've already got the factories up. They haven't changed the worm mold. 
in 70 years. This gummy candy concept apparently originated in 1922 by a German candy maker. Uh-oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is just gummy candies in general. Haribo produces over 80 million bears a day. I believe that because they're tiny. Now, Haribo's, they went to the extreme with those gummy bears of, like, you need a challenge. It's its sometimes unpleasant to try to chew on a Haribo gummy bear. Yeah, it feels like, like it's like pulling on your teeth. Gummy worms are good. Yeah, but gummy worms usually, at least the ones I've had, are not as tough as those Haribo gummy bears. Haribo gummy bears were the first gummy candy ever made, introduced by Haribo in 1920. Hmm. Do they make gummy worms? I've never seen a Haribo gummy worm, I don't think. I don't know. Should we eat a bunch of Haribo gummy candy? No. <laughs> No, I mean, you're welcome to, but you're flying solo on that one, compadre. This doesn't say anything about gummy worms or gummy candies being forced into soldiers' care packages. <laughs> Choking risks are higher with gummy candies. Research shows that hard, quote, hard, round foods with high elasticity or lubricity properties or both pose a significant level of risk, end quote, especially to children under three years of age. This can be resolved with the Heimlich maneuver, Heimlich, another German name. I don't like this at all. <laughs> yeah, there's some dark history somewhere hiding in, in with gummy bears and gummy worms. Yeah. I've, I've never choked on a gummy candy, but I have choked on spaghetti. That's true. I had forgotten that you choked on spaghetti once. <laughs> That's really funny to me. How did you do that? Yeah. Were you just a, like a hungry boy? Just <laughs> shoveling it in? Fistfuls of spaghetti coming out your nose. It was a traumatic time, okay? All right. It was a two-day process All right. to get that spaghetti out of me. Well, not out of me. Well, yeah, out of me eventually. Okay. Mm-hmm. Two-day process. Mm-hmm. The hospital in our area, their first recommendation for getting that spaghetti down yeah. was to jump up and down. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Did yeah. You, are you sure this was and a the, medical professional? Well, as much as they can be in that area. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> then once I jumped up and down, they said, did you feel anything move? I had to go, no. Because why would you? No. Yeah. Why would I? Yeah. yeah, you're not. Yeah, you're not a car. You know, it's a great. It's a great story for another time. But <laughs> yeah. you know, the middle. Of, the middle of that story ends up with me covered in my own saliva. Yeah. So mm. it's, mm. it's yeah, a great, great story. Great story. Also, the two options that the emergency room there gave me at the time was you can stay here overnight until the specialist feels like coming in. <laughs> Or you can go home. But if you go home, don't fall asleep because you'll most likely drown in your own saliva. Mm. And so I decided to go home. Yeah. Gross. But yeah, never choked on a gummy worm. So just a little bit more info about <laughs> about Haribo, German company. Haribo took quite, Suspicious. Haribo took quite a hit during the war. Um, the founder, Hans Riegel, died in 1945. And his two sons, Hans Jr. and Paul, were taken as prisoners of the Allied forces. So... <laughs> They were definitely not. Kind of feel like I know where their allegiances were. <laughs> By the time they were released, there were only about thirty employees work at the company. Oh, what a what a tough Damn. time they must have had to come back to a working company. <laughs> yeah. Must have been hard on them, huh? Must have been tough. Would have, oh yeah, must have been a real hard time. I mean, it really affected their livelihood. Yeah, their families. Yeah, <laughs> must have been hard on them. You think they drive around in Volkswagens? Yeah, yeah, I think they do. <laughs> Just laughing and laughing, eating handfuls of gummy bears. We got away with it, they shout and high-five each other. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to talk about the cartoon, but there was a cartoon, right? Remember Adventures of Gummy Bears? Yes. Bouncing here and there and everywhere. Yeah, but they weren't made out of gummy. They were regular-looking bears, for as far as cartoons go. And they would squeeze berries into some sort of juice, and they would drink that juice and then bounce around. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure it was like meth or something. Yeah, I was going to say, they were just addicted to a gummy juice. Provided by your kindly friends, the Haribo Company. They might as well have been the Dukes of Hazards in the woods. You know, they, they were running around making their little juice, 
running from the law. That's actually, that's actually a pretty good parallel. Confederate flags everywhere. Have you ever had a gummy penis? Um, you remember earlier when we were talking about bull penises? <laughs> Yeah. Right. I probably have eaten a gummy penis, I think. How, I many, say, how yeah. many bachelorette parties have you been to? Uh none. No. But you know, I'm sure like I'm sure some somebody must have brought some home after one and I'm I'm sure I would have just went ahead and ate ate them. Yeah. I mean, I'm not a child. I don't laugh at the idea of shoving a gummy doink in my mouth. <laughs> you know? I do. Um, <laughs> it's all the time we have, though. That's it. I'm done. What else do you want to talk about? Tired of g- gummy candies are bottom of the barrel for me. I'm gonna say top of the line. Really? You fucking idiot. They're gross. <laughs> you can't just say a whole category of I can't. candy is gross. I, I did. Well. So, Sean, if people want to hit up Heads Up, what do they do? I'm, just, you know, I'm gonna. They could fucking email us. I just wanted to make sure you remembered the hit up Heads Up. Do you want to remind me how to do the whole thing and then I don't have to do it? If you feel like you want to congratulate us on getting 100% of the information we presented here absolutely correct, mm-hmm. you can email us. And that's uh, headsuppod at gmail.com. If True. you don't have the patience, uh, for instance, if you're a millennial, you don't have the patience to write mm-hmm. an entire email, uh, you can tweet at us. Um, you even have, I think, what, 280 characters now? Yeah, so many characters. You have so many characters to just lavish praise on us. What a time to be alive. And uh, <laughs> our handle is at HeadsUpPod. And if you're so dumb that you can't write at all, because you're an mm-hmm. idiot. No, I'm just kidding. If you're illiterate, you should learn how to read and write, though. It's a really wonderful skill, and it's kind of the foundation yeah. of our modern societies. So For real. Like, all of human civilization, helpful. really, is founded on reading and writing. So You'll feel better. You will, yeah. Once you learn. You really know a lot more. So And we're here to it support seemed, you, so let us know. Yeah. yeah, it seems daunting, but you can do it. Send us pictures of you learning to read yeah. um, on Instagram, at HeadsUpPod. This has been Heads Up with Jeff and Sean, the podcast. I am Sean. I'm Jeff. And we're popping off. Toodles. Yeah, I haven't seen any uh, dominance and or submission things about <laughs> nuzzling each other's chests and groins, so they're a little less freaky. doesn't have porgs what star star trek doesn't have porgs i don't know what you're talking about they're animals that are gonna be in the new one porgs how do you know that because they're in the trailer what trailer people are talking about them for the last jedi i haven't seen it well it's stupid it's stupid it's just oh they're gonna fight and then there's some young people are just gonna be like i don't know what to do oh it's hard having superpowers i don't know how to fight with a cool sword made out of light this is difficult they're fucking idiots the fucking villain, their knockoff Darth yeah. Vader, his motivation doesn't make any fucking sense. You know what? I don't even know. If, I don't even know if Star Wars has a prime directive for Jedi's. No, they don't. I have no idea. They don't. They call the the kids younglings. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. N- not very creative. That, that is definitely something a pedophile would say.
Well, I don't have sex with children. I have sex with younglings. Oh, yeah. Well, gonna be doing 40 to life anyways, you fucking pervert. All right, we're not talking about that. We're not talking about... I worked for a long time. I'm easily distracted.